0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM.
1: Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to Sister Speak with me, Lamisa, me, Amina, and me, Mariam. So, yeah, today we are live and our main topic is going to be on vanity, pride, and perfection. But um, I guess first things first, Mariam, what's our show about?
0: So our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics and social media. Um, We'd like to note that all opinions and views are our own and we respect all our other (laughs) (laughs) opposing views. A bit tongue twister today.
1: Um, So yeah, but before we get into everything, we're going to start off with our hot topic no, no, our to thoughts yourself, the thought of the week. the week. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a bit, you know, with our thoughts for the week. So, Amina, what's your thought for the week?
2: Um, <laughs> I actually have one, but it's very uh, lighthearted and maybe a bit stupid. Oh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we love that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd like to say that being home alone is all fun and games until you fall down the stairs <gasps> and no one's there to laugh at you so that was an experience <laughs> i don't want oh to oh my gosh do you know what was weird is that i fell down the stairs and i wasn't upset because i fell down the stairs i was like no one's actually here to laugh at me <laughs> like usually when you fall everyone's it's like ah, you fell you just walk off in an angry heart and i'm like, like yeah yeah but no, no <laughs> one was there i just had to like literally slide (laughs) down the stairs and just carry on that was the honestly the weirdest experience
0: yeah i can imagine that's a very positive way to put on it spin on it
2: just a heads up you know just try not to fall down the
0: stairs when you're home you no one else can help you
2: encourage you to fall down the stairs that's not what i trying to do i just mean like watch your step you know watch your step be careful literally
0: But yeah, yeah, what about you
2: guys?
1: <laughs> Mariam, what's your thought for the week?
0: Um, okay, my thought of the week is kind of like a build-up of everything that I've been saying for the last maybe month or so. I think I was discussing with Amina because, you guys are probably sick of me here saying this, but I finally started to study again, which is quite a big step for me because I haven't done anything for one whole year.
1: Because you were I, on your placement year, you? Yeah, I was yeah. on my
0: placement, years. I was <laughs> working full-time, 95. five um, not even I wasn't even in Luton. I was in Hatfield, so and even the travelling aspect of it was quite tough. But um, yeah, I started to get back into studying, starting to read all my books, um, and I feel that you know the leading up to it, I was I had such so anxiety and anticipation, but actually just taking that first step really has reduced that anxiety, not completely, but to quite a substantial um, extent, mm-hmm. and I think what I really want to say is that just the first step is really difficult but it gets easy as time goes along Um, and you know we just had a podcast and I mentioned it in the podcast that you know when you when you when you do efforts towards something and you try your best I think we should just have that conviction in ourselves and that faith in ourselves that you know we're doing the best we can do and everything that's going to pan out is from God so don't put that extra pressure on yourself Mm. and you know especially when you're studying i feel like personally it's really important to be organized and you know lamisa smiling <laughs> it's really important to be organized and it sounds really obvious but everyone says
1: student, it but yeah. you know if you're but a student is, you're or- not listening so try and listen <laughs> myself included
0: when, when i mean organized i mean everyone has a way to organize themselves in a different way i think mm. that's what the thing is i think we tend to have this ban of organization and then Everyone thinks it's one size fit all, but the way you organize yourself is different to another person, and the way you prioritize your uh, studies is going to be different to another person because you know
2: how you absorb.
0: Yeah, your learning styles yeah. is quite different. So for me, you know, just looking at my module schemes and looking at the reading list, and, um, and thankfully, one of my lecturers he was he kindly made this visual representation of the entire module. So it was like um it's like a, a stick that has signs on it and it says week one we're going to talk about um this themes. week mm. two week three week four and because I read one book and I'm like wow okay I've actually read ahead a little bit it yeah. kind of made me feel a bit better and I was like okay if I set myself the goal to read at least three or four weeks ahead that's it makes it more manageable. manageable it makes it more manageable and you visually can see it and I think you know even having them um, I bought this uh planner from um a stationery shop, and it just says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It says all the days of the week, but it doesn't have a date. So I can I put the date at the top of the page, and on Monday I write down all the things I'm going to do, mm. and it really helps because it makes you feel your makes you feel productive. Yeah, and it and it helps you break down. Everything that you want to do and achieve, and even you know, if you were able to achieve everything that you wanted to that week, at least you know what's manageable. Yeah. At least you can visually see it.
2: Kind of declasses your mind as well when 100%. you when you just simply write a list. It's like it your ju- action plan, you know Yeah, and do. it puts in it kind of puts in order. Okay, like what, when you have so many things to do it kind of makes you panic sometimes it makes feel mm. like overwhelmed but when you write it down it's like okay it's fine this is just what yeah. we have to do unless um, you have like 26 lectures yeah, but which then i've it,
1: had before
2: no but <laughs> like that's why it's quite good to have the, even the days of the week the but, but the it definitely helps taking it off and yeah. crossing it out is just like and it helps you keep track of what you've done mm, yeah that type of thing i mean
1: obviously sticking to it is one thing but actually doing it is you know is good I definitely find when I do have a list and I've organized everything in a way which I just have to go out and do it it's a lot easier than you know cuz when you have a point where you don't have a list you're starting from nowhere you're just your mind goes Poof,
0: and you're like yeah. you don't know what to but do. you yeah. set you set yourself reasonable goals and like you said even even if you have 26 lectures to memorize <laughs> You have if you have that weekly calendar of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can prioritize yourself. And, yeah. Which day I'm going to do three lectures? Which day I'm going to do two lectures? And that's another thing. I tend to reward myself. So if I if I read a hundred pages because I do a literature degree, then I give myself a snack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I feel like that's a common thing. thing, thing
1: for I used to go down to, do. to the shops after I studied for like three hours and then go buy myself a s- chocolate bar and come <laughs> back up. Yeah, and then that's fresh
0: and that's. Yeah, chocolate satisfaction, so But I think-,
1: I think I used to reward myself too much in the sense I used to buy loads of chocolate and come to my room
2: and then spend <laughs> the next three hours just eating chocolate. <laughs> I know, for me, it doesn't work with food. I, like, I'd reward myself with, like, okay, I can watch something, something now. Something, yeah. Because yeah. with food, I'm like, I could just eat it now. But what's to holding me, me but back? That's, that's what it is with, like, watching programs and stuff.
1: I just do it in between.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I don't really, bad, I don't but, really you know, enjoy, like, watching... It's, I feel like I'm really, like, sensual person, so if I watch a video, then, like, like, even if it has a little bit of music on it, it'll stick in my mind when I'm reading the books and I don't want to do that, so just mm. eating a snack is, like, great for me.
1: Fair enough. But, yeah.
0: And I feel like it gives me more energy as well, because, like... <clears throat> yeah. Especially if I'm looking forward to it. I think just giving yourself something to look forward, forward to, to and making to- everything bite-sized is really, really helpful. Very true. Um,
1: I think my thought for the week is is a little less... I don't know. It's not as... Advice giving, I guess. Inspirational. But inspirational. <laughs> I'm learning another language, and it's that's inspirational. <laughs> can I guess?
0: Can I guess? You, you know c- what it is. Oh, it's still that language. Yeah.
1: So I've been I've been learning Korean for this summer holiday. I've been sort of studying the grammar a lot more and taking it a bit more seriously. But I've sort of been trying to learn for the past year, and I'm at a point where I can you know converse pretty pretty well with native speakers but the problem is is when i'm like doing everyday activities because right now i'm really trying to get myself in that zone because when you try and learn another language you really need to sort of immerse yourself in that language or else where are you gonna where am i gonna hear korean i've never you know i'm not in a place where there are loads of koreans or anything like that so it's really trying to listen to it all the time and that type of thing but the problem is is when i like start talking randomly it comes out as as Korean or I sometimes get my languages mumbled up because I also no know English and Bengali so it's really like strange.
0: I mean, that happens with me with Urdu I'm not going to lie. And I'm
1: feeling this like really sh- weird like phenomenon where even like I'd, I'd start talking and it'd be, it'd be the wrong language and I'm like that's not correct <laughs> in
2: this situation. <laughs> that's actually really
0: cool. It is, it's really I mean, think happens to me with Urdu a lot. And really.
1: sometimes in my dreams it's it's in
0: Korean oh. as well. But we need subtitles
1: <laughs> for that then. <laughs> it's really strange but yeah. That's so I feel good. like you know it's good to learn a a language if you have the time because it just you know it, i feel like it opens up a lot of doors and 100%. you are able to understand another person's culture a, a lot easier um in the sense that you know if you're understanding what they're saying to you then it just it makes it easier to understand them in general um but yeah i think after i've hopefully learned this and become a bit more fluent i might move on to learning a different language definitely arabic is on the list yes yeah, inshallah, inshallah because that one's obviously important so you know but yeah, I guess that wraps up our thoughts for the week. If you guys want to show your thoughts of the week, if you're listening, um please do, we'd love to hear it. Where can they get in contact?
2: Uh, you can text or WhatsApp us in on 0779 481822. You can call on O one five eight two four eight one eight two two and we are on Facebook Live. Uh so just comment down below. Um stay tuned during the show of course and let us know your thoughts while yeah. we like to have a discussion. And you can join in. Yeah. I love it when, you
1: you know, Facebook Live gets mentioned. We just stare straight down the camera. We just right like, animated. Facebook Live. <laughs>
0: well, like <Hey> <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I put the Instagram on? No, let's put the Instagram on today. Uh,
1: but yeah. So you can comment and please just get in contact. We want to hear what you guys are thinking, what you guys, the contributions that you have to our discussions, all of that good, good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, we're going to move on to our hot topics. So if you don't know, this is a part of the show where, you know, we discuss topics that maybe are trending right now or important things that we think um is worth discussing so today's is going to be the importance of having empathy mm-hmm. so yeah amina would you like to
2: yeah um, take over. <laughs> <laughs> well we were talking about this like about what we want to talk about on our hot topics and we decided to discuss well you just mentioned the importance of having empathy and why is it Why is it such an important like thing, like characteristic to have? And um, I think Pfizer, who isn't here, she was she was mentioning that it's um, like you know when you it's kind of sad to see someone being mocked for something that that you don't understand. For example, (laughs) if there's someone who is. Um, you know really stressed about a certain thing but it may not stress you out and you you might say to them oh well like you know it's not that just big of a deal, yeah get yeah. over it it's fine you can handle this but having empathy means that just because it doesn't mean that you have to relate to that person because we can't relate to every single person in our lives it just means to try and understand their emotion like uh, you don't have to understand where why they're feeling this way but just imagine if you were feeling upset about a certain thing what how would you want to be dealt with I mean we're, we all get stressed about certain things mm. and I think saying um lines like get over it or calm down are quite uh, dismissive and it doesn't really help. It's annoying in that situation. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever been told to get over it or calm down, you think, yeah, okay, uh, yep, that worked. <laughs> like, I'm over <laughs> it now, thanks a lot. Like, it really, it doesn't work. That was sarcasm. But um, just in but case... I know people will need that clarification. You're not, well.
1: you're not offering any type of solution. You're just telling yeah. them to stop doing whatever they're doing and it's like, it doesn't make sense. How um, am
2: I going to stop feeling the way I'm feeling just because... Yeah, you told me, great. Well done. Yeah, and also if you don't have a solution, I mean, we don't we don't always have a solution for things. Mm. Uh, try not to resort to Belittling. that line. Yeah. I think when you don't when you don't know what to do if you're if this is your first time trying to this is your first time um, consoling in this, someone. Yeah, yeah, consoling someone in this certain situation. Maybe try to understand what they're going through instead of dismissing it because you don't get it. I think maybe ask them like um why do you feel this way or just try to get them hearing yeah. them out yeah. yeah I think
0: that's the main thing that you're working listen towards, to li- them. listening to them and you know like you said I think that's really true you won't be able to understand everyone but you know how it feels to be upset mm-hmm. so you know it might be such a trivial thing in your head like why they're reacting but you know that you know feeling upset about something that matters to you isn't a great feeling and just, listen, just listening to them and extending your arm to them or even if you don't, some people's nature, they might argue that they don't know how to be in that situation and they feel that like they're going to make it worse. I just say, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Is there anything I can do for you? Just even think, you know, offering Yeah, just is help. there
2: anything I can do? I think that is a good
0: but that's a a good very way empathetic to go about move. it. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: You're, you're trying to, is there anything
1: I can do? You're trying to understand what they're going through and you're trying to help them in that sense. And I think the person who maybe is going through a struggle or, you know, whatever it is, will definitely feel that... That sincerity
2: coming yeah from. i think so i think that's actually a really good um way to go about it because sometimes um there's either two things that the person needs from you they either need advice or they just need you to listen and mm. i think sometimes when um when someone's giving you advice that you that you're not really in the place to hear at that moment in time it can be quite overwhelming or even annoying so i think a lot of, I think it's a good thing to ask the person like, do you need me t- to just listen to you, or do you need my advice, or li- just literally asking them what do you need, what do you need me to do to help you? I think that's a good way to go about um, a situation where someone is, you know, feeling c- yeah, that kind of emotion. It's just,
0: I think. we we'll something that you mentioned earlier before on the podcast it was something that really hit me is that just try to you know everyone has different ways of experiencing something and i feel like even if you can't resonate with them at least just empathize with them and i think that's something that our religion really teaches us like how mm. you mentioned the story about the prophet and he saw a child um was crying over a bed and then he did a little funeral for him like the prophet went to his level to you know to ease his anxieties and ease his sadness and I think you know when you when you uh one of the things he said that um tried to make everyone feel like they're so loved I think that's such a great way to kind of have interaction with people make them feel special and I think something else that prophet used to do is when someone used to talk to the him he used to give his undivided attention to them and I think we really lack like that. Mm-hmm. We, we people talk to us, and we're just scrolling on our phone because we don't have the etiquettes anymore. We don't give our attention anymore, and I think that's, I know, I think people feel alone in that sense because that is the kind of um, communication barrier. I think we've created our own uh, communication barriers when we're talking to people, and I feel that when you do give that person attention, you know, they do, they do need comfort they need that empathy and having uh, saying those loaded statements it really can destroy a person you know just you might think it's a complete um and trivial thing you're saying but they could be on the edge of a cliff and just that one little statement can push them over and i think it's having that awareness in trying to be um, caring for other people, you know, there's nothing wrong with being caring about uh, caring about someone you don't know. When, if you see someone in distress, it's, you know, as a Muslim, you can't just be idle and just walk by it. You have to do something. That's your responsibility. That's what the community spirit is. You're fi- we're from a philanthropic religion. We, we have to care about each other. Yeah, um, and I think that, you know, it's also creating that self-awareness because, um, as I mentioned, because you know, a lot of people suffer from different things and it's, it could be quite, people are silent about what they suffer. And, you know, you have to be kind of understanding, you know, it could be mental health. And one thing I think everyone should do and take the onus on themselves is to educate themselves about mental health and how people may behave because somebody could be having a episode or reacting to something really, really negatively. And it might even come across toxic to you. But you know, that might not be their personality. That is just the um, result of, you know, their mental health that's kind of driving them that way. And I think, you know, if you have a bit more empathy, um, you'll be able to see that, you know, just you are able to separate those kind of feelings that, you know, this person is a horrible person. No, that person suffers certain things and they've experienced something in that way. And that's not definitive of who they are. Mm. And, you know, of what kind of person are you to help them in that situation
1: and how you can help i and think ha- that's that's the way we can have a more empathetic attitude towards you know the people that are around us but yeah um we're gonna move on to talk about our main topic now which is vanity pride and perfection so i guess the first thing i want to ask is mm, what is pride to you guys
2: <laughs> um and is
1: it a bad thing
2: I would say like you can you can interpret that word in different ways. Mm. I think like I don't know, being prideful can be uh taken too far, I would say. I think you can be you can have pride. It's a good thing to have pride if you you know if you value yourself and the things that you do or like, you know, having pride in your religion or pride in your family like just have is that pride or is that confidence but i would say ha- pride means like having pride in something is being, being proud confident. of it right oh, okay, yeah. so i don't know i guess it'd become a bad thing if you're um proud of things that maybe are i don't know
0: i feel like being mm, i don't
2: know like having pride in like the Maybe in your character, I think sometimes, I'm not saying like we should we should think that oh my god I'm such a bad person, but no, yeah. I think when when people I don't know when when you hear someone say that they're they're a good person when they're mm. talking about themselves, you think that's a bit strange. <laughs> I mean that yeah, <laughs> like it's it's okay. all yeah, it's
0: it's the language as well because you could say I try to be a good person. But yeah,
2: well when person, you say I am, you I see? am a good person Very that is weird. Weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think what you're uh, what you're trying to hit here hit at, and I think I kind of agree with you is when you're proud to have certain traits or you're proud of something but then it's negative when you think you're above someone or you're trying to take someone's right. rights away. I but think- I feel
1: like to me, pride has a lot of negative content. Yeah, when I feel like pride. I
0: think pride does have a negative. And I think ultimately, pride for me. in
1: itself is when you do it's, have that. Yeah,
0: superior complex. That's what better I,
1: than someone else or, yeah, or putting I others really, down.
0: I, I attributed uh, pride to that superior complex that I'm okay. making. But not
1: even putting others down. I think more so not thinking about other people.
0: That's true as thinking well. Thinking
1: that you you are it
0: <laughs> that type of
1: thing that's okay, just so extreme like extreme level having,
2: like, having too much pride is to think that you are just above everyone
1: mm, I, ju- I don't know I feel like it's quite a difficult complex because it's for me it personally, depends how you treat
2: how you how you treat that pride I mean if mm. how you handle it in your life that makes sense but, but then do you think pride is just an extension
1: of, of finding quite deep rooted happiness in something because you know people have they're they're proud that they're from a certain country you know patriarchy that's sort of an extension of pride mm. in a way also you know things that they've done they can be proud of the accomplishments that they've made but do you think that's just because they they find quite a large amount of happiness in that because i wouldn't really say i i
0: have a lot of pride i guess yeah because i would say I'd, i'm proud no, of certain things but i'm i don't have pride in a, i don't think wow this is I'm um, like, like I did that. <laughs> I did this or I did that or I'm from this country. I'm so proud. Like it's my pride. This is my pride. I don't think I've ever. I don't use that word pride very like. I think it's a very strong, strong word.
1: Maybe it's difficult because maybe we haven't really experienced it to a full
0: extent. Yeah, and I, I know I see a lot of people that are very proud of their countries and they have a lot of, and they even use the word pride. But then you know. To even like discuss it, we kind of struggling to kind of define it. I think there's do so many. Do you think has, that's is a, that pride or
2: just love? Do you think that's a, a
0: bad thing? I mean, sometimes
2: people mm-hmm. are quite like proud of well, I think, where they come from. But I think do you if you're think,
1: proud do you you think it's, it's a bad thing? But I think what Marion was saying is when it starts affecting others, yeah, right, okay. that's when it's a bad thing. Or yeah. you know, or when even you think if you're, you're above not, someone else, even if you're not above, even if you don't think you're above people, if you're not paying the right amount of attention to people, or you're ignoring people. 100%. That in itself is necessarily a negative impact. Yeah, and
0: when all. you have that c- exclusivity kind of nature, you think that, oh, it's the- our people are this. and we can't Well, that's never- what
1: we usually associate with pride, isn't yeah. it? That sort of exclusive mindset. Like, like.
0: putting
2: yourself into, like, separa- separating Separate, yourself yeah. from yeah. the rest of the population. Yeah, mm. I
0: think it's, it's quite a difficult one. I think there's different spectrums to pride. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, if I'm being honest, I always have attributed... Pride to be quite negative. I think being proud, it's crazy because if you say when you describe uh, pride, it's like when you're proud to be something, but you can have be proud in a positive way. So I you know I'm um, yeah proud does, to be Muslim. That doesn't mean you should yeah
1: never be proud of of what yeah, you've of done. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a different being proud and being humble. You yeah. need to strike a balance between the two. Where we define pride as being quite you know a being full of yourself type of thing, where you have certain attributes and. You're deciding to, you know, state, I guess, that you're you're better than others because of these attributes and that humbleness being, yeah, you know. And I think you need to really strike a balance between the two to be able to live life happily, I guess. <laughs>
0: it's a difficult one, to be honest. But
1: then if we talk about vanity, which is, you know, loving oneself, I guess, to an vanity extreme... Vanity is
0: something that's so... Do you
1: think that's an extension of pride or do you think that's something it on is. its own? Or
0: I think it's a bit... I don't know. Wow, I think
2: that's an extension of pride. I think vanity I would say is the, is when pride is taken too far almost. Okay. So what I think what when we were saying like you can be proud of your religion but then when you say that or you can be proud of where you come from but when you say I'm I love I love my culture and it's better than every other culture I think yeah. that is mm-hmm. I think that's where vanity comes in maybe like when you When you see yourself and then think that that is,
0: I've seen that quite a lot in um, the best thing, the best Um, thing, Muslim community. A lot of people, and even it's quite intrinsic actually, because some people they may do certain acts. Let's just give example, praying salah. Yeah, they think if someone doesn't do salah, then they're the worst people. They're disloved from by life, disloved a word. Okay, just saying, just, just not loved by Allah or they, they're they not, um, you know, favoured by him. And I think that's a quite strong word to use as well. You know, how can you decide if mm. someone's good or not? Well,
1: if we if you search up the definition for vanity, it actually says excessive pride oh, in wow. or admiration of one's own appearance or achievement. So it's very much grounded in yourself. Um, so I guess it is an extension of pride, but not necessarily to concepts or, you know, other things, but more so just of your Obviously. own self yeah of oneself like I look amazing that's everything all the time
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but um what do you guys think you know vanity having that much confidence in in one's own appearance do you think it's a good thing yes I or no answers. So,
2: I don't think we can say that I, I don't think it's healthy to to think that you don't look good yeah. yeah, but Less it's confidence. also yeah. it, where where it's unhealthy is when you think that you look better than everyone else, and you take it over. Yeah, the and top when you thing. make it the the best when you think that's the best thing about you. Yeah, I think have that's you guys when met people that thing. actually
0: that like vain?
2: Not really, but <laughs> we'll continue
1: the discussion after the break. Join us then, inshallah. rahmatullahi warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.
0: Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to InspireFM shows in your time by heading over to InspireFM.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. (laughs)
2: Assalamualaikum
1: alaikum everyone and welcome back to Sisters Speak. We are live um, and yeah, before the break we were talking about um, Vanity Pride all that type of stuff. So we just want to continue the discussion. So Mariam left it off on, have you guys actually ever met anyone that's truly vain in terms of their appearance, that type of thing?
2: I, I want to mention, I don't think vanity is... Well, you did read out the definition. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, I think vanity can be having a lot of pride in your appearance and also in the way that you are as a person, if that makes sense. I think, I don't know, like... Some people are really love the way that they look, and they love the way that they carry themselves. Like they love, they just that's just their love. They for just themselves. love their
0: entire being.
2: Yeah, I really want to meet <laughs> these type of people. I have, but I don't think it's a bad thing. though. They have, Can't, I
0: haven't met someone like that, so that's very interesting. It's only a bad thing when they think
1: yes, they truly love themselves, and they think you look like muck. Like that's what it's. Yeah, a bad I think thing. it
2: becomes bad when they when they believe that yes, they are like they're the best thing around Mm. and the only best thing thing around around, and like everyone around them is below them that's when it's that's when it's a bad thing i think during the break we were discussing like how like would you be successful in like Mm. would it hinder you in any way if you had
1: vanity to a certain level and i think the discussion was sort of going to the point where In some situations, maybe not. Maybe it's a good thing, you know, when you need to be able to sell yourself. You need to know where your strengths are and you need to really love yourself to be able to do that. I think that's
0: quite confidence and Mm self-love. I think, you know, it's knowing that you have these strengths and learning to um, show it as an asset because, you know, you could know what your strengths are and i could you could go to an interview and say these are the things and I, I do um you know for example if you say i'm a radio presenter i can communicate well etc 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 i wouldn't define that as pride i'm um, being prideful about i would say that these um i know i have self-awareness and i know these are my strengths and i kind of be an asset to you but so they're
1: different self-confidence and loving yourself is very much different to to pride, pride and vanity so
0: anyways but I'm willing to learn other people's definitions. Do you think
1: we all have a subconscious level of pride within I ourselves? I think
0: so. I think definitely we have, sub, uh, we have we a subconscious have a subconscious. We must I mean, have you ever caught it.
1: yourself being somewhat big-headed? or? And I think that's what people normally cast as pride, No, having a big head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think so as well. Sometimes you... Um, I think for me personally, it's when someone... Um, I'm trying to explain something to someone and I've done it over again and again and again. And, you know, I've like exhausted my patience. And I'm not just saying like one time, two times, I'm talking like a hundred times. I just, I think pride comes to me like, okay, they don't even deserve to like be explained to you. They don't know, they don't have the capacity. What's the point? Oh <laughs> I'm like, God. what's wrong with me? I'm not better than them. They just don't understand. I have to explain in a different way until they do understand. So I think if, I think it's quite important point that when you, Know that you could have, you know, because you're a human being, you can subconsciously do things that could be negative. It's just catching yourself out and kind of like, you know, yeah. assessing yourself and saying, no, Definitely. let's re, let's rethink that. and you know, why are you thinking this? Let's not allow that to. Let's affect. try and change our attitude. Let's change our, our attitude. Let's future. try to, uh, let's try to positively take whatever we're experiencing. Because maybe I, that is
2: sorry well, maybe ahead, that's please. like the difference between someone who's confident and someone who has too much pride like mm. when you have confidence I mean you mentioned like I don't know if you mentioned but I, this is how I interpreted it like in job interviews you did mention that right
0: yeah I did. yeah they
2: ask you your strengths and you have like you list a lot of things but they also ask you your weaknesses Hundred yeah. percent. and if when you have confidence you're also self-aware you know what you can and can't do but I think so if someone is, has too much pride, they would be. They might say, I don't, say, have, I don't have a weakness. <laughs> I can do anything.
0: I hate to make it to those people. You're not going to really go far. And yeah, every, everyone has a weakness. <laughs> That's the whole point yeah. of the question is to help you see what kind of strengths and weaknesses you, ha- you mm. have. And, and especially in a job, they want you to be willing to learn.
2: Yeah,
1: well, to see how you approach different scenarios and the yeah. type of person that you are. Um, I had something I was going to say about this
0: but (laughs) it's okay we could take a minute to think about it (laughs) um
1: no in terms of vanity and pride so they're two different constructs you know self-love and and vanity um but yeah i think with me personally like there there have been situations where you know i'm talking to people and i've realized that oh my god i've had the complete wrong approach to this conversation Mm. because you know just subconsciously like I've never thought of myself as a big headed person you'd never think yourself I think normally as a big headed person or a person with pride blah, blah, blah all this all these different types of things and there may be situations where you catch yourself doing things that you're not necessarily proud of ironically um so you know there have been situations where I'm like that's not the way I should have you know talked to that person or even just they may not have realized it but I know that the way I was talking to them usually if it was someone else. I wouldn't talk to them like that that type of thing. 100%. So in that type of situation, you know, like you said it's important that you decide that what you're going to do from that moment on. And I'm glad that I've been given the capacity that I can notice when things like that happen, you know, even subconsciously afterwards I can sort of reflect on it and think, you know, next time when I meet that person I'm going to talk to them properly, you know, and I'm going to be nice about it, that type of thing. Definitely that self-growth is I think what enables you to detach from that pride maybe and also that I think people it's have a,
0: uh, apologizing as well because sometimes Definitely. you know we mistreat someone and you realize later it's, it's, it won't kill you to say sorry
1: but it's, I think the point is it's like you know the other person may not even know yeah that, that's true as that well. you maybe look to them in a different way or maybe yeah, you know yeah, you've had course. prejudices or anything like that of course. the other person may not know and the point of the matter is is you owe it I guess to yourself yeah to be a nice person when 100%. you talk to other people because you know i guess the best how you are and what's going through your mind yeah so if you know that you've had a prejudice when talking to someone or you've been somewhat big-headed or your pride has stopped you from really making a connection with that person then you know next time to sort of sort yeah, yourself it's kind
0: out. of like redeeming yourself Self, to yourself yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly
2: I think that ha- I think that's just a part of growing up. I think yeah, we, yeah. we could probably all ima- like remember a situation where we were like where we'd go back and tell ourselves like you don't need to think like that in this situation <laughs> <You're an idiot. laughs> yeah I think um I think another thing about just like growing up and uh, learning about having confidence yet. Yeah. I think having confidence in other people as well mm-hmm. is just knowing that we we're, we're all learning from each other 100%. and that we they know things that we don't know and then we all, we also know things that they don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a um I know I think that's just a big lesson in life is that we can always we can learn from everyone around us like it doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, for sure.
1: I think people who do have a lot of pride maybe feel like, you know, those categories and whatever, is like you said, it doesn't matter who they are, but people who have a lot of pride, maybe it does. And that's where you see, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever met these type of people but they can't really take criticism or, mm-hmm. you know, um, say, oh, like, you know, if you give them sort of feedback on on the way they did things or their character, that type of thing, they won't take it well. And that's because, you know, they probably believe that, you know, they have a lot of... I feel like those type of people have a lot or of... Or they
0: will reject and say, no, I'm not like that. You're yeah. just, you know, you're mis- misjudging me. Yeah. I think that happens a lot as well. So do you think that, like, um,
2: putting people into categories and boxes, do you think that comes from pride and, like, maybe having... I, I, I just thought that... Because, you know, when you think having pride, mm. you think that that person would be secure. But a lot of the times, you realize that the reason they think that they're better than everyone else is because they need to feel more secure, secure. by putting mm. other people down.
1: I feel like with the with like I feel like they don't put people in boxes, but I feel like the boxes that we are putting in cuz inevitably we always are. I don't know why that's yeah. society we all are sort of classified and put into boxes that type of thing. I feel like people with a lot of pride use those boxes so i guess they take they others. take
2: comfort in those different labels and yeah. titles and things because maybe maybe theirs is better than yours i don't know someone yeah. might go to a better <laughs>
1: university than you and you know to them you they can act a certain that's way that's like but the but that be all and
2: end all of and it doesn't warrant
1: a certain type of behavior but to them it does do i feel mm-hmm. like yeah that's when pride becomes negative and that's when you know it's it's uh it's not a good thing. Because I feel like in the past, you know, there's there's been a lot said about prideful people and that they're not good people. But I think if you have it a little bit, like take happiness in what you've done if you've done a good thing. Be happy that you did it. But I feel like taking pride and using that as a tool to get one up on other people is where it's wrong. I think mm. for
0: me, it's especially because the language is really important. So for me, it'd be like, be proud of what you've done. But for me I think it's because I do English literature, like pride is such a strong and loaded word. word so I wouldn't yeah. really utilise the word pride. I would always use okay, I'm proud of this and I'm I'm grateful that I had these opportunities and it's allowed me to achieve what I have. I think that's where the humbleness comes from because you you know, if you're when you have gratitude you know that you're attributing your success not only to yourself but to God or, you know, you know that it's not completely down to you to you yeah so that's i was i was just thinking that like
2: being humble is like when you have success you don't uh, when you're too prideful you think you know what i did this i did i did this it was all me yeah. and i like <laughs> you know what? i just did the whole thing but i think when you're humble you the first like the most important thing to do is thank God for mm. like giving you the ability to to even achieve that. I think that's the most important thing about like not falling into i think it's quite it can be quite easy to fall into being too prideful as well when you forget like you simply forget to thank God for doing whatever I you've think, done
0: yeah, I think for me, one thing that I kind of catch myself like in Louismis is sometimes when I have an understanding of something and I understand it well, so maybe a concept or something, and people haven't experienced those certain things. So, for example, um, it's really bad to say, but say, for example, you've been to, okay, let's just give an example. Say if you've been to university and you've experienced diversity and you understand people and you understand how to be open-minded. And so when you meet a narrow-minded person, it's so easy to kind of just say, oh, they're narrow-minded, they won't get it. And, like, I feel like that's kind of sometimes I do catch myself doing that, like, oh, they're narrow-minded, like i can't extend like have that conversation with them there's no point you know obviously like i think it's just i don't know how to explain it because you know it's it's not it's like it's like them and us that kind of type of thing is when you do that that's when pride happens i'm not saying that you know have a conversation with every single person um and then if you can see it it's going negatively and, you, and it's resorting to unnecessary uh comments of or debate or not debate even just comments that are not necessary then you know to stand back but you know when you have that feeling like wait, you, you know it sounds really i i think it's not it sounds very overbearing and i don't want to say it like this but it's like okay I'm i have that educated education and i'm open-minded but you don't so that's why you're saying it that's why your stance is like that i think that can that is pride as well I catch, yeah i do sure. catch myself sometimes doing that thinking okay they don't get it because they have experience in that so you know like just leave it like Is that? That's almost thinking. Oh, they're beneath you because they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't understand it. So you know, I think that's something that I definitely need to work on as well because I do catch myself doing that.
1: So it's very easy to, I guess, be prideful in different
2: situations without knowing it. Yeah, like maybe because you have something that someone else doesn't. Hundred percent. But I think, like I mentioned before, like I, I just I had to learn that for myself. Is that you know it doesn't matter like this person may not have the same background as you but they know more than me in a certain different way in a certain topic or they might they might open my eyes to some to something that I didn't understand before like we said like we've learned a lot on this show as well like we've changed our opinions Mm, based on what other people have said because we didn't see it that way I think that's kind of the like the beauty of like Mm. meeting different people is that you know we don't always have to have friends from the se- like from the same background or who are doing the same things because when we know people from like all walks of life we have um a broader understanding of the world i think that's a really important thing to keep in mind when we're communicating with different kinds of people is to like you know put put down everything that we not exactly put it behind us but you know put everything that you know keep that in mind but also be open to what the other person has to say I think that's like you know maybe like that's where our pride comes in and that's where we have to put our pride away
0: I think Mm. that's something that kind of like came to my mind while you're saying um that is you know when you again it relates back to faith is that you know when you know that you know you are, you're having those interactions but you're conscious that ultimately you don't have knowledge Allah does like he ultimately has the most knowledge and so who are you to kind of categorize that person and kind of say oh they don't get that so they don't understand blah 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 they might have other qualities like pay, being patient they might be patient in the most exhaustive situation and you might be the most reactive mm-hmm. there's other things I think looking at every single person as a human being um, and it doesn't justify if someone does treat you badly it doesn't justify them to treat you badly or treat you in a negative way but it's also just not defining them as a that that like those negative qualities. I think that's something that I struggle with and I think it's really important to kind of take a step back and I think the the main concept is that you know when you are so self aware when you try to be so self aware I don't think you have time to kind of think about other what other people are going through or not going through what other people are doing mm-hmm. um and how they respond to things on you know when you if you see that you have certain uh, qualities that are negative, and you're trying to actively try to mitigate that, then you won't really have time to look at someone else's flaws.
1: For sure. Um, I guess I'm going to bring the discussion towards vanity in our appearance. Do you think that people nowadays tend to obsess? Well, not just nowadays in general. I guess people tend to obsess more over having a perfect appearance rather than a perfect character.
2: I honestly do you think it's a big part of our like I think it's a really big part of modern culture mm-hmm. especially with um social media becoming a bigger part of our lives than it's ever been before to be honest yeah and I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing because we were discussing this before like we might I don't know if like we might know a few people that or well, even ourselves i don't know <laughs> like you know when you get ready and you think oh wow i look really great i feel like that and it's i don't know it's being advertised a lot like maybe with i don't really know where i'm going with this point but i do think that having pride in the way you look is a big part of our culture but maybe it takes it too far where we um where we think that's just that's the ultimate mm um that's the that's like the best thing that you can be is like a good looking person I think that's when it becomes a bad thing because I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with with um thinking that you look good because if you don't think you look good then that can kind of lead you to feeling upset about the way you look which is not good at all yeah but yeah like I said if you're if you think that that's like that that's your peak like just your looks and that's where you're kind of in trouble
1: but do you think you know those those types of people actually
2: struggle with
1: forming connections and relationships with other people and actually just being a nice person
2: I don't know it depends on how they value their their Mm -hmm. looks I think if you I mean you can you can um, you can take I don't know you can value your appearance but you can still be a nice very much value your character and how you treat everyone else but maybe if you put your looks above everything else including being a good person then i guess that will get in the way of your relationship i feel like
1: in the world that we live in in some situations people do um prioritize looks over character yeah i'd and say for in example the past like, as well. like uh, especially in situations like i feel like a few studies have been done i can't remember where i read it so don't quote me on this <laughs> and this is not like a 100 percent fact or anything but you know where good looking people are more likely to get jobs and things like that and people in some parts of the world actually get you know plastic surgery and things like that done to increase their chances of getting jobs
0: yeah
2: i guess that's just a sad um reality i w- i was actually talking about this with a a friend the other day that when we talk about children um when the when like a child is um is really like is really cute but they're it's when they're, they're basically a naughty kid but mm-hmm. if we find them to be a cute child we say oh they're really cheeky but when um when they're like not as cute as <laughs> you'd want them to be which is really sad because they're just a child you say that child is naughty and uh, to be honest, I'm. I have been guilty of that, and I was like, mm. "Wait a second, okay. That's next okay. time, next yeah. time I meet a kid who I, who is naughty and is also cute, I'm just gonna say that they're naughty because, I don't know. Like, but you feel more inclined to. I don't want off. to. That's true. I think it's quite sad. Like, I feel like I had to check myself and think, "Why am I thinking that? Categorizing right? kids. I mean, that's just weird. Not that like any. I don't know. You just kind of." Uh it's so it's just I feel like it's human but, nature, but also you have to check yourself like, but i feel like if if you're doing it
1: at that level which doesn't have any serious consequences, there are people doing it at different levels with serious consequences, mm. you know, and that's the thing like we're it's like, a really harsh and sad reality mm. because of course it's it's a no brainer character should be um valued more over looks. Because what Alex's going to do, realistically, yeah. it's the type of person that you it's are that gets away. the job done, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, sadly, there are people in different positions which may not necessarily openly discriminate, but perhaps, you unconscious know... Unconscious bias. Unconscious biases and things like that. And it's yeah. a sad I, think reality. That, I
0: think one thing in our culture, though, that is quite prevalent, maybe not as much in this country, but in our home countries is the colorism. So fair skin... I think skin. it's still quite um, yeah, it's prevalent
2: quite, in this country, it doesn't Yeah, yeah. I it's think
0: that's that's another bias, and it's quite open bias, actually. You know, people kind of um, say that, oh, that person's really fair. Like, especially when it comes to, and it sounds so strange, when it comes to marriage, a lot of, like, I, I saw it when I was young, a lot of people would be like, oh, their daughter in is fair, or that person's fair. I still hear it. Like,
2: yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, when you... I don't know, like, you'd see someone and they'd walk off and they'd be like, oh, they were really pretty. And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd say, yeah, she was really fair-skinned. And I'm like, okay, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah. But... It I, doesn't necessarily...
1: They're not, like, you know, fair-skinned Or saying pretty
2: that, face. Even, like, saying someone's pretty, I mean, I've heard people say, oh, I've, that person's really nice. They're so pretty. I mean, why can't you say... Like, oh, she was nice. I like the way, I don't know, I yeah. like what she said about this. Or mm. I like... She was
0: really sweet. and
2: yeah, yeah, something about the character. I think the reason yeah. why, um, why our looks play such a big part in our lives is because of just what we say 100%. in passing comments. 100%. Literally, it's just that. And I think we have to be careful, especially around children, when we talk like mm. this, because that teaches them how to how to view people. Yeah. Inst- yeah. When like Even when we compliment people. I saw this post on Instagram where it said, I think it was um, 50 compliments that are not to do with your looks. And I think that was really cool. Like when you meet someone, instead of saying, oh, you know, you're really pretty. I don't know, yeah. I just... That, that's such that's a weird thing to say when you first nice meet someone how we were talking yeah.
1: about the lot like the lottery of the fact that we are lucky to have been lived here but that's just another thing it's like a genetic lottery yeah it's how- like you that's not something i did that's okay yeah thank my parents for if if you're complimenting someone on their good looks thank their parents because that's what they contributed to them but that person themselves did not say yeah i'm i want it's be good not looking something looking or that any, they worked or, for yeah. exactly so i feel
2: like it's a blessing to have but it's not it's not um something that will make you who you are uh, exactly but and your I feel
1: character like is the complimenting someone on stuff that they've done or things that they've done a, like actually contributed a conscious effort to hmm. is is a much better compliment than you know just saying and i
2: think it's better for any for just as humans it's better for our confidence when you're told you're doing well at something that you've worked hard for rather yeah. than your looks i mean it complimenting or even um what is the opposite of compliment i completely forgot insulting like, yeah ins- or insulting someone i think sometimes on their looks i think it is really i don't know it's, it's just a bit unnecessary it's just very two-dimensional it's just yeah. it kind of shows that i don't know it doesn't seem like there's a connection when you don't look past the surface of or like just the just the just someone's looks because that I don't know when you first meet someone and um, that's all you can talk about then I I don't know it just seems like there's no connection. It's an
0: empty kind of conversation, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's it is important to you know when you when you are complimenting someone then just tell them I oh. like what you said about this thing I agree yeah. or. That's a really articulate know.
0: way to say something. Yeah. You know, you're very intelligent, you're very kind, you're very sweet, you're very nice, yeah. et Etc. Et and I think people, um is I think I use those kind of compliments a lot actually. I don't I don't think I've I really compliment people on their looks. I don't think I've I think it's on. only
1: when people make like you can tell they've made a conscious uh, effort, effort to yeah. look good that day yeah, not then. necessarily i mean they probably look good all the time but you know in the way they've styled themselves or their yeah. outfit maybe they put some yeah makeup so you on look nice today like i'll that. be like
0: you look nice today i like the, i like your but dress it's not or... just saying
1: generally like you're oh yeah. you're really pretty or, or yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that yeah. i mean um, as nice as maybe it is to hear and i think that adds to the culture of again vanity and that type of thing yeah. to those people because that's the type of compliments maybe that they've been receiving mm. and that's the way that you know that's true people speak out to them I guess yeah
2: and I think that's why it's important to to be careful about what you say in front of children because mm. I think as a child it really shows them what is important yeah hundred yeah, percent agree is, with that. and then they will be the ones who grow up and and then talk then have the same kind of conversations exactly. and it doesn't attitude changes. Like, where does it time. stop yeah, yeah
1: exactly so if you instill in that future generation compliments more to do with people's achievements or not just achievements but things that they've done the way that they are as human beings that in itself will help to change a generation yeah in terms i think of the just encourage
2: look. good character yeah
0: and
1: sure.
2: then like you'd be a good person to anyone if you have good character it's yeah. like
0: saying you're so beautiful because you, you're kind to that person how beautiful is that so you know it's using you can use those words but it's just how you use it and what what's the outcome of those compliments that it's mm. going to bring? Like if you, if you compliment your child when they do a positive step or they've they been nice to someone and you really uh, put emphasis on that, they're going to repeat that behaviour again.
1: In the future. Yeah, yeah and they're that... going to
0: feel that, they like that feeling. So, so that was really an <laughs> yes, insightful really conversation, so. <laughs> but that's
1: the end of the show. So we'll see you next week, inshallah. Tune in.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.